Welcome to the Anxious Pastor Podcast, a podcast where I talk about life, stress, worry, and depression, not as an expert, but as a person who deals with this stuff every day. My name's Aaron Lee, and I'm a pastor out of Louisville, Kentucky. My goal is that you don't feel alone in this struggle and that we figure it out together. Let's get trying. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Anxious Pastor Podcast. We are so excited that you have tuned in and you're going to join us for this journey. Hey, before we get jumping in, I wanted to share a couple of things. One, this podcast will be released bi-weekly on Wednesdays. That's kind of the plan for now. We'll see how it goes, see see how uh, it picks up. And if uh, if something changes, we'll let you know. But one of the things that's really important is to know uh, the why. I believe that that is essential to what we do uh, in life. It just makes life easier when you understand the why. So to understand the why behind the Anxious Pastor podcast, I would encourage you, if you haven't already, jump back to episode 000, where I talk about the why and tell a bit of my story. That's just a great way to get started and to see what this podcast is going to be all about. Well, today in episode 001, Anxious and No One Understands, we're going to talk about how it just feels uh, like we can be isolated as people that deal with anxiety or depression. And we just really want to hit that and talk about why that can affect us or how that can affect us uh, in our relationships and how we view people. And as we dig into this episode, I want us to jump back to 2017. That was the year that I had left a church or was leaving a church that I'd been at for 10 years. It was totally my comfort zone. And so this was crazy for me. Well, while I did that, uh, it was just a big shift in my life. There was a lot going on. One of those things was as I was ending my time at my previous church, I began to deal with anxiety uh, even more severe than I ever had, so much so that the night before I was to announce that I was leaving this church, I had an all-out panic attack, and I woke up in the middle of the night, thought I was having a heart attack. Uh, immediately, my wife calls a friend. They come over to to watch our kids, and I, I thought I was dying. And so she rushes me to an emergency room and just come to find out after a couple hours being there, I was really just having a panic attack and stressed out. And so during that time, I had to make some decisions that were really hard, and I felt very alone. Also, at the same time, my wife is pregnant. Literally, uh, a month after I start this new job, we have our third son, which is, uh, if you have kids, you know it is incredibly stressful the first six to 12 months of a kid's life. And it's just really hard on your family and you have to work through a lot of new things. But as I started that job in 2017, I remember my first day and I remember it was met with lots of hellos and lots of glad you're here's. But the thing was, is I still felt alone. 
I found myself in an environment where lots of relationships and bonding had already taken place. These people had worked together for long periods of time. And and for me, I felt like an outsider. I felt like no one understood me. And the thing was, was there's so many layers to my life and so many layers at the time that I just felt alone. I felt like a foreigner. And for the first few months of this job, I was afraid to ask people to go to lunch and I would wind up eating lunch in my car watching Netflix. How pathetic am I? I know, I know. It's it's really sad. But if you're like me, putting yourself out there can be hard. I, I remember feeling, because I couldn't do that well, I remember feeling like I was completely alone. I was in a place that no one understood me. And so what I think happens and what has happened to me, and, and I've came to some awareness in my life, as someone who is introverted, I feel like I'm in a foreign country when I'm in social environments. Everyone seems like foreigners to me, but then I feel like they look at me as the foreigner. And then I ask myself the question, why can't they see how miserable I am? And so you think about any kind of social setting. If I'm at a friend's party for their birthday, it's not that I'm having a good time, but there's still that part of me that struggles with not wanting to be there. And so when I stop and think about how I feel, a lot of times I want to project that on someone else. I expect them to be as miserable or uncomfortable as I am. To kind of hit this point home, I went on a trip to Haiti in 2010, about six months after the earthquake that took place that killed over 200,000 people. And totally out of my comfort zone to do something like this. But what happened there was as soon as I got off the plane, I have never felt more alone in my life. And even though I was with several people uh, that I was on this trip with, I still felt like uh, a foreigner coming into a place where I have no idea what's going on. And so it, it just feels like, for me a lot of times, that I feel like an outsider. I feel like a foreigner uh, in a different country when it comes to my social feelings, my anxiety, and just who I am as an introvert. The other thing that, that tends to hit me is that it feels like people don't understand me. So it's almost like having a conversation with someone who speaks another language and they just don't understand what I'm trying to say. And so like I think about environments, uh, especially one particular, me and my wife are totally different people. My wife loves to go to social gatherings. And so one of those environments is something that brings me great stress, great worry, great overwhelming, uh, an overwhelming sense of doom. But my wife, it's like heaven for her. She could be dancing on clouds, listening to pop music and rainbows flying everywhere. But see, for me, there's just two totally different things. And so we struggle to have that balance at times because we're to two totally different people in that regard. And so for me, she expects me to be happy like her. And guess what I want to do? I expect her to be miserable like me. 
And so that's a struggle. That's a give and take that happens. So again, I feel like people don't understand. The next thing is everyone else seems to enjoy life. It's like looking out into the world and it seems like everybody's happy. I know that's not real, but it feels like everyone else is happy and enjoying life, everyone but me. And it's easy to feel envious of people who are happy because ultimately that's what I want. And I know that seems almost contradictory to some of the things I've said, but here's what I have learned. I've learned that it's been so easy for me to use anxiety, to use my uh, discomfort with uh, social environments, to detach, to exclude myself, to isolate myself from people, from being happy, if you will. When we go and do things with my kids, I want them to have a great time. But if I'm miserable, I want everyone to be miserable, but I don't want my kids to be miserable. That's the crazy thing. And as I dig down into this, what I've realized is that I ultimately really do want to be happy. And so deep down past the misery is my heart, which isn't cold, uh, contrary to what some believe. And my heart actually wants to have joy and it actually wants to be with people. And I believe that's because that's what we're supposed to do. And so to turn this a little bit, I feel like here are some things that I've had to realize in my life. Happy people, extroverted people, people that are enjoying life, whatever way you want to label them, should be a compliment to us. They are not the enemy. So my wife, for example, is absolutely not my enemy. She is a compliment to me. And through our relationship, I have grown and also been able to overcome certain fears because of her love and her pushing me to do things that I wouldn't normally do if she hadn't asked me to do them. So we're on the same team. But what I have learned from that is that I have to do a couple of things to make sure that communication is happening the right way, that I'm being open, and that she knows my heart. I found and need to remember that it's okay to tell my friends and family that I'm struggling. That's something that I, I've learned more recently and I wish I'd known for a long time is that I don't have to fake it all the time. It's okay to say, I'm having a hard time today. It's okay to not have good days. But the flip side of it is, is that I can't expect people to know how I feel. And so if I'm not sharing, hey, I'm struggling, if I'm not being open and honest, then how can I expect them to understand me? So if, if I feel like no one understands me and I'm not doing that, that's on me. And I have learned that the hard way. The second thing I think that I've learned and, and have tried to put into practice is that I need to utilize those people who are extroverts, happy, joyful people like my wife because they can be a real encouragement to me. They're not the enemy. 
They're on my side. And when I'm struggling, confiding in them is something that is, I think, a healthy thing. They may not fully understand why, but they also can sympathize because they want me to have the same joy that they have. And then the last thing that I feel like I've had to really, really dig into and challenge myself with is to get out of my comfort zone. So I tell my wife I struggle. I utilize my wife as a resource and encouragement to me, but then I've got to put it into action. And that's where it gets really hard. And so my wife says, hey, we got a birthday party this weekend. I start dying inside because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to go to this birthday party and there's going to be children hanging from the ceiling and everything. It's just going to be a nightmare. And I honestly have to stop and challenge myself to get out of my comfort zone and exercise the muscle of joy. I know that's kind of a weird concept, but I think if we want to have joy in our life, just like working out, you have to exercise it. So you kind of have to put yourself in those environments where you have the opportunity to find joy. And and that's been a real, real eye-opener for me. I feel like I have to exercise that. One of the things that I struggled with for a long time because of something that happened in my past as a kid was I never wanted to go to the movies alone. And I had to challenge myself to get out and go do it no matter how uncomfortable it was. Because the thing is, is like my fear is I walk in there and everybody's looking at me because I'm by myself. The reality is nobody really cares Nobody's paying attention, and the people that are paying attention have no life. But the thing is, is I have to push myself to do things like that that are outside of my comfort zone. Uh, another thing is, is engaging with friends. When they invite me to do something, I need to say yes more than I say no because I need that. I need that community. I need that help. I need that support. And so I have to exercise that muscle. And I, I feel like that's the same for anybody. You, you kind of have to jump into it, even if it's uncomfortable. So looking back on all this, it's really easy. It was really easy in my job, in my new job to detach myself because it was uncomfortable, to disconnect myself from the relationships because it seemed to be just too hard. And here's the thing. I needed those relationships. I have a great relationships with a relationship with my coworkers now. And I wish I had dove in, been uncomfortable and did it anyway, because I missed out on several months of great relationships because I didn't do that. And so if you're like me and you feel like no one understands, I think the first question you got to ask is, do they know you feel that way? Does those people that you're with know that? Does your family know that? Do your coworkers know that? Now, I'm not saying that everybody's going to receive it the right way. And you probably got to be picky about who you share things with. But I know that there are people in your life that want to be with you when you feel alone. And so I've had to learn that the hard way again that when I feel like no one understands, I really have to embrace the truth that there are people 
that understand, or there are people that want to understand and can complement that and help me with that. So I don't know if that's you. If that is you, I pray that that is something that you can, uh, that those little practical things will help you because uh, they've been a huge monumental piece to uh, me moving forward with some of my social anxieties. Now, I will tell you with full transparency that I still struggle with those things today. There are still times that I'll walk into uh, work and feel like an outsider. But it was better than it was yesterday, only because I'm exercising that muscle of joy. And so I hope this was a help to you. I hope that it was an encouragement to you to remind you, one, that you're not alone. Two, that there are things that you can put in place. And if you have anything that helps you with or has helped you with feeling like you're an outsider or feeling like no one understands you, the progress that you've made, I would love to hear that. And so please go over to our Instagram account at Anxious Pastor, follow us, and then send me a message. Share that with me because I would love to hear that and use that and remind people about that. That's what we're doing here is creating a community. And again, we want you to subscribe to our podcast. We'd love for you to review it and just tell your friends about it. Get it out there. If there's people in your life that are struggling with anxiety, if there's people that you know that are have family members struggling with anxiety, my goal with this is not just to help people with anxiety, but it's also to create an awareness for those people that have friends and family uh, that are dealing with this. And so maybe this can be a help to them too. In our next episode, we are going to look at fear. And so we're going to, it's going to be called Anxious and Laughing in the Face of Fear. And this is one of those things that grips me so deeply. And I, I would imagine it grips a lot of us, especially those of us that deal with anxiety. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe and let's get trying. <laughs>